Hello, you all. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everything has been well. Um, it's been a while since I have uploaded an episode, and I want to get back into the habit of uploading every week. And I know I say that all the time, every time I do uh hey I'm back episode I know I say that but um I mean it I really do um that's my intention and I have to do a better job at uploading every week but I just don't want to get into the habit of content overload um you know just making content for content sake I want to make content when you know I feel called to do it but you know, but the day is Wednesday, August 17th at 11.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As you guys know, I'm in Michigan. Um, yeah, um, thank you for tuning in with me and let's get to the show. So, um, I just did the spread. I did a spread with Crow and a spread with my goddess deck. So, let's look at the first card. Ooh, so the first card is a five of pentacle reversed. The fool reversed. The emperor reversed. Okay, these are reversed. <laughs> the emperor Reverse, Eight of Wands, Reverse, and Page of Swords. So typically, when I do readings for other people, and it comes out like this, that spirit's way of letting me know that, yes, this reading is indeed for other people. Because all of these cards from where I'm sitting would be reversed, except for the Page of Swords. The Page of Swords came out. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to read these as face up. Um, starting with the five of pentacle, <sighs> sorry, financial matters. Um, I'm getting you've been going through a rough period of time financially. Um, maybe you were in a position where you're financially stable, but right now you're going through a, a financial transi transition. So right after Five of Pentacles, we got the Fool. The Fool represents the beginning of new journeys. So you're about to see a lot of new money, a lot of new financial opportunities are about to come knocking at your door. And, you know, that's a part of this financial transitional period that you're going through. The next we have the emperor. 
the emperor, I would say, because this is dealing with financial matters, this is being on top of your shit. This means dealing with this financial um, breakthrough that's about to come to you. Um, I don't want to say like with a vice grip, but with tact, with responsibility, with, you know, maturity. Handle the money that's in the opportunities that are about to come to, come to you with maturity. Next, we have the Eight of Wands. So, Wands representing creativity, creative spark, and the Eight, which is infinity. So, these finan just financial... What is that called? This financial breakthrough or this new change in finances that are coming to you is going to allow you to be creative. It's going to be allow you to be creative in ways that you haven't been able to be recently. It's you're going to get a lot of inspiration um, from a lot of different places. You're going to be inspired to do a lot, but be mature. Um, rule this new period, this new financial period with tact and responsibility. Next, you have the Page of Swords. If I'm reading, you know, reading this, all of those um, as right side up and Page of Swords reversed. Um. Spirit is telling me, you know, don't let people attack you. Be true in to yourself. This is your money. Don't allow other people to dictate you. You take action and do what you want to do with these new financial opportunities that are about to come to you. So um, I did the a goddess deck spread as well. So let's do that. So we got humor under the the goddess of humor under the five of pentacle. Next we got the goddess of wise leadership, Epona, under the fool, which makes sense. <laughs> and also just for context, I don't read the goddess deck um reversed. It's just, they're just, you know, I read them as is. Athena, the goddess of knowledge under the emperor. We got Artemis, the goddess of focus under the aid of creativity. That makes sense. And Maya, the goddess of illusion under Page of Swords. So with Azume, the goddess of humor under the five of pentacle you're probably thinking okay <laughs> how do i say this okay so you're probably thinking like shit just cannot get any worse like this transition has probably been really really rough for you um but you still have been able to find goodness and joy throughout this financial transition. Um, so that's a good thing. You know, humor, we're human. So, of course, finances are a part of this world that we live in. But emotions, you know, are an even bigger part of who we are. So 
don't allow this financial transition and this financial hardship that you're going through currently to dictate your emotions. And I can resonate with that as well because when my financial situation is fucked up, I'm fucked up, okay? Like, look, bitch, I'm mad. Don't talk to me. Um, wise leadership under the fool. We have the goddess of wise leadership under the fool. So the fool represents new beginnings, starting on a new journey, new opportunities, um, being malleable to an extent. Um, getting wise leadership under this card can indicate, hmm, well, not being too malleable, being attentive, being cautious. Being cautious and being aware of the leadership that you're taking, being aware of the steps that you're taking on this new journey. Don't just not now's not really the time to go with the flow. It's giving be mindful, be aware. Um, next, we have Athena, the goddess of knowledge under the emperor. So I'm pretty sure you've heard the saying, if you knew better, you do better. So the emperor represents, you know, ruling over our endeavors, being in control, being um, tactful, being responsible. So be wise about the decisions that you're making and how they can affect your future. Don't just go. Now's not the time to go with the flow. Now's the time. Now's the time to really move with tact. And I cannot say that enough. The spirit is just telling me tact, be tactful, tact, use tact. So that's what I'm going to say to you all. And next we have Artemis, the goddess of focus, under the eight of wands. So creativity. So mind you, earlier when I was initially discussing the eight of wands, I was saying that represents creative spark in an infinity of creative, creative possibilities. So it makes sense to get focus under that card because... You can't go in, you know, a million different directions at once. So use this as a period of time to focus on what you want to do. Um, think about what you want your end goal to be and choose the path that leads to that. And you might be like, well, that goes without saying. But, you know, all of these creative endeavors may look enticing, but use tact. What do you really want to do? Where do you really want to end up at? Choose that route. Be just be mindful, be careful, be cautious, be tactful. Use your knowledge, use the knowledge that's at your disposal. Next, we have well, lastly, we have Maya, the goddess of illusion, under the page of swords. So, um, the very first thing that came to mind with that is the illusion that, you know, people have control over what we do. 
And hear me out. I think as a human and as us being a communal species, we tend to give a lot people, we tend to give people a lot more power over our actions or a lot more power over our direction than we should. Um, Stop doing that. (laughs) Stop doing that. To be very blunt, just stop doing that. You know what direction you want to go in. Stop looking for outside validation, the outside go ahead. You need to validate yourself. And okay, so validate yourself. Know that you're on your right path. With that being said, that will conclude the general reading. Um, As always, take what resonates with you. Leave what doesn't. And let's get back to the rest of the show. This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a minute. Um, universe, don't beat my ass, but... um. So I wanted to talk about the universe making a fool out of me. And I know in some earlier episodes, I talked about um, how we needed to go through hurt and pain in order to um, learn. And I want to rephrase that. Like, you know, I've I've been through some more stuff. I've learned a lot more. My perspective on things have changed. And I wouldn't, like, phrase it that way. And I just, I always think of this quote from Lauren Hill. And she says, we, we all want the glory, the fame. But in order to be used by God, sometimes you have to be humiliated. And I think about that so often. I think about how how many times I've felt discarded. Um, how many times I've felt used and betrayed by the universe, by my spirits. And, you know, how many times I felt like I was getting the short end of the stick. Um... And, you know, sometimes I do still feel that way. Um, not so much as much as I used to, but sometimes I do still feel like I'm being punished, but not in an idea something bad sort of way. Kind of like in a, I, I know that it's for a character development sort of way. And I just, there are certain lessons that I have to learn, right? So in African spirituality, the whole thing is, you know, being reincarnated until you learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn, right? It doesn't matter how many times, you know, you die. If if you don't learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn, you're going to keep getting reincarnated and reincarnated and reincarnated and reincarnated. And I just think about this lifetime that I'm in right now and how many mistakes I've made, how many times I've put myself in, um, dangerous positions 
compromising positions. Um, although I can't control what other people do towards me, you know, I can control, you know, where I am and, you know, where I'm going to be, where I'm going. Um, and, you know, if I'm what I'm allowing into my space and, you know, what spaces I'm entering. And sometimes I just feel like the universe loves making a fool out of me. And I just, I don't always know the reasoning behind it. Um, until a lot later, there are a lot of instances where I've encountered a situation, you know, and I'm using this broadly, but, and I've had a file cabinet moment in my brain where the lesson that I learned previously comes up and I'm like, now I know what to do in this situation because I've been through this before or I've been through this lesson before and now I can deal with this situation with a lot more tact than I did previously. Now I can speak up for myself. And I've been having a lot of full circle moments like this recently, right? <clears throat> um, I don't put much of my business out in the universe because, you know, I don't really want people to know about me. But I did go through a move. If, you know, you're watching this, you obviously know that this environment is different. It's not the same environment that I filmed in. Um, this is the first episode I'm making here in... Um, Yeah, I just, there's been a lot, a lot of going back into my mental file cabinet and just rereading shit, reading the files and going skimming over, you know, everything my entire life really I've been going through the file cabinet of my entire life I've been playing memories back to back to back to back to back and I'm learning it it really has been full circle like I've learned so much may namely with my stance towards the world and I know that this is very broad I know I'm being very broad but that's really the only words that I can find for it. Um, just the way that I interact with everything is so much different now. I just... I've been having dreams about my grandmother, about my childhood, about my childhood home. And just the... I think I'm supposed to be learning how to navigate differently than I've been navigating, right? And I'm just, I just keep thinking about all of the pain that I've endured 
and the suffering that I've been subjected to and the humiliation, you know, people laughing at me, people discarding me, um, people not being there for me when I needed support. And all of that, all of that has changed my view of the world, but not necessarily the world, but like of society to be more specific. Um, It's changed how I interact with my friends, my loved ones, um, my spirit work. It's even changed how I interact with myself. Um, For instance, there used to be a period of time where I allowed disrespect, right? But, you know, I'm in school and I've been very depressed, so I haven't been doing work. And my professor sent me this nasty, I mean, this nasty comment on one of my assignments. And when I tell you I screenshotted it and I emailed it to five different faculty members and I said, I need to be advised on what to do now because this was disrespectful. And I'm just thinking about how many times I've had to be disrespected in academia how many times I've had to been walked over by professors in order to advocate for myself now. Once I read that comment that my professor gave me, it was no doubt in my mind that I was going to be pursuing action from, you know, that comment. And I just think about, like, I'm 23 years old. I turned 24 this year. And I'm just thinking about 17-year-old me. I started college when I was 17. Yes, I've been in college for six years, not too fucking much, but um, <laughs> but um, has it been six years? Eighteen? No, that's that's nineteen. Yeah, six years. It's been six years. Okay, look, bitch. Okay. <laughs> but no, Um, about when I was 17 years old, I, I would let shit slide. I started college when I was 17, going on 18, and I really used to let shit slide. I used to let professors walk all over me, and now I'm just in this position, in this point in my life where I'm just like, no more. I'm just tired of people treating me any kind of way. I'm tired of people who have authority over me you know, coming at me nasty, like, I won't cut the fuck up, like, and it's taken me all of these different experiences of being humiliated, of feeling powerless, to finally be in a position where I say, without a doubt, I'm taking action to defend myself, and I just, you know, hopefully that's a lesson um, for everyone else, you know, listening to this, like, you know, Even if you don't feel like if you can stand up for yourself today, do your best and make your strides to get to that point where you can say, you know what, I'm going to defend myself today. You know what, I'm not going to let this slide today. 
it, it don't come overnight. Like I said, I started school when I was 17. I'm turning 24. I just started emailing people like, yeah, you need to get this nigga because he talking out of pocket. Like, it, you know, it's a battle to get to that point. It has not been easy. I still have anxiety. It's not like my anxiety is gone. I'm still anxious. I don't know what's going to be the outcome of this situation, but yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, some of that resonates with you all. Um, I have a very interesting topic up next, so stay tuned. Hey, so we're back. Um, Being at peace, right? What does that mean? And how far are we willing to take that? Um, so the question that I asked myself is would I forgive the people who abused me when I was, when I was younger, right? And I was like, I don't know if I ever want to be that much at peace. Um, I say that jokingly, but I think that's a question that only the individual can answer. I can't tell you what you should do, who you should, you know, release of guilt or whatever. But um, for me, a little bit of my story. um, You know what? I kind of don't want to talk about that because I just I just went through a whole ordeal of not introducing myself as the boy who was abused, right? Because that used to be so much of my identity. I used to characterize myself as the person who was abused. I was the victim. When people asked me, who am I? I would be like, well, I was sexually abused and I would go from there, right? I didn't have an identity outside of that, but I no longer want to start off my story with that. Like, you know, I'm a very multi-talented individual. I'm very spiritual. I'm very... um I'm very smart, um, you know, ambitious. And so that's how I want to characterize my story, my life story from now on. Not from the perspective of somebody who was perpetrated against, but from the perspective of someone who, despite adversity, is still successful. I'm still striving forward. And although I'm not finished, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. I'm a lot farther than I used to be. And that's all I could ask for, you know. When I was younger, I just used to dream of, like, being put out of my misery. And, you know, I never thought that I would be in a position where I would not introduce myself as the boy who was abused. And now that I'm at this point where I'm taking my identity by the reins, that feels good. And that is a feeling that I can't even begin to fully express. And it just means so much to me to be this far, 
even, you know, just beginning high school as a freshman, like, shit was difficult. People made fun of me. I was discarded, didn't have many friends, didn't really have a sense of community. It was just me, right? I was going through these hardships at home and at school by myself. And I couldn't even dream of like being at peace, being at ease. But now here I am and, you know, I'm at ease. I'm at ease. You know, I'm not fully healed. I'm still healing, but I'm at ease and I'm at peace. And that's that is, you know, more than I could ask for. Like, I I never thought that I would be at this point. Although it's, I'm not finished, I'm not where I want to be, I'm still very far, and, um, yeah, I just thought that that was a very important, um, piece of information to spill, and lastly, I'm going to talk about spirituality and what that means for me or life in general, right? So we're all members of this society, right? And we're all a part of the machine, the ever-churning machine. Um, And I personally think that everyone needs some form of spirituality. I think that it is going to be very hard to exist in this world without some form of spirituality. Um, I think living in a world where you think it's all gloom, there's no end in sight, or damn, is retribution the right word? Yeah, living in a world where you feel like there's no retribution, um, we're all just on our own, like, that's fucking grim, and that is, you know, fast track to suicide, like, now I'm not saying you have to believe in what I believe in, um, I am a African spiritualist, um, I'm hoodoo through and through. Um, but baby, like if you're just in this society raw dogging it, I don't, I just, I would advise you to seek spirituality, to look for a spiritual practice that resonates with you. I think that at the end all be all, we are all spiritual beings, whether, whether or not we want to admit that. We are. Um, we're made up of the same materials as planetary bodies. And, you know, we are cosmic beings. And I think we have to do a better job collectively and individually 
um, reconnecting with our cosmic selves. Um, don't let this world take you out. Find you some spirituality that resonates with you. Find you something, you know, like I do hoodoo. Being in nature is my shit. Like, I love nature. You know, I, when I, I go outside and sit outside, like, on some real shit, I sit under a tree. Like, that's, we all need that thing for ourselves. We all need um, some form of spirituality. Don't deprive yourself of that. You know, the, the, the man, you know, really did beat our spiritual practices out of our ancestors. And I think that we as a collective and as individuals need to return to that. We need to return to the roots. We need to return to our origins. But I don't, here's the kicker with that. And I always say this. We are African, like me, I'm black, but I am African-American. Of course, I am a descendant of people who were enslaved and a descendant of people who are from originally from Africa. But the better part of my bloodline is American, right? Like are black Americans, you know, yeah, I have ancestors from Africa, but a lot of bloodlines, abolitionists, they live life in America. They built the America. So don't just, I'm all for like pan-Africanism and, you know, ooh, you know, getting back to the motherland and all that shit, like whoop-de-woo, like, yeah, but at the end of the day, we are doing a disservice if we are not embracing the black Americans in our bloodline. If we're not acknowledging the long line of people in our bloodline that were born in, in slavery in America, grew up in America, helped build America, like that is a part of our bloodline too. And we cannot disrespect our lineage like that by denying that part of our heritage. Yes, we are African, but baby, at the end of the day, we are American. We are black Americans, okay? You know, we have abolitionists in our bloodline. We have American inventors in our bloodline. Like, we, you know, root workers from America in our bloodline. Like, don't disrespect that part of your heritage. Yes, acknowledge the origin, but also acknowledge the in-between, bitch. <clears throat> Ancestors just didn't get off a boat and pop you out. Like, it was people that went through the American civil rights struggle, baby, in the late 1800s, the 1900s. Like, that, don't forget that span, that period of time. Like, that's real. And, you know, that's them roots, baby. Them the people that was working them roots, okay? You hear me? Okay? Them abolitionists, how you think they did it, okay? So, um, 
get back to your spirituality. Everybody needs some form of spiritualism to live under capitalism, like to survive. That roots is really, for me, roots is the way out. For you, whatever your ancestral magical practice is, that's for you, that's for you to figure out, for you to do, for you to practice, but you need to get into it because those ancestral practices is what saved us. So we're doing a disservice if we're not living by that code, baby. Them abolitionists, they were root workers. They was working them roots, okay? Them high johns, baby. Beating, you know, killing the masters, the masses, okay? Burning down the plantations. And even, you know, even not on the extreme side, even, you know, nursing people back to health, being caregivers, that is the roots. For me and my lineage, that's the way out. The roots is the way. For So you need to figure out what your way is, what your ancestral practice is. That's what's going to save you, and that's what's going to pull you out of that hole. So I hope that this episode of Bikes Desert has been informational. I hope that you can resonate with it. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.